Good evening. <laughs> good morning. Good afternoon. Depends Hello. where you are and what you when you're listening to us. It is currently evening where we are, and the time zone and life and day we're in. But um, I'm hoping that our audio and our video is looking lot a lot lot better. We are have upgraded our equipment. Upgrades, people. Upgrades. We have. I have. We both have new mics. We both have boom arms. Yes. Um, uh, we have headphones. It's um, it's looking pretty profesh. Yeah, I mean, this lighting is making me look great. Yeah, what can I say? I've got my ring light on. I'm looking. <laughs> you can see all my imperfections. It's just brilliant. <laughs> um, also, I just noticed we're both wearing Red Bull merch. Fuck yeah. Is are we trying to tell the world something? Maybe. Oh. Maybe. Well, if I'm going to tell the world, I'm going to tell the world I'm Ash. <laughs> and I'm Em, and welcome back to Girls in the Fast Lane. No. <laughs> I feel like I needed to put. Oh. Sorry, that's my phone going off. And we've um... just got copyright infringement on fucking everything. So thank you for that. It's okay, Bastille, love me. So um, they they will give us the rights. It's fine. Um, I should put my phone on silent. Hey, it's probably a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Yep. So um, we are we are recovering from um, from Melbourne. Biggest weekend. <laughs> I th- when they carry on about how exhausting Ron Freezer, I was always like, whatever, it's going to be the time of your life, like whatever. And now that I've done a Grand Prix weekend and I'm actually, I didn't, I mean, t- technically we were working, yes, but I just, fuck that. I cannot imagine how the drivers feel with jet lag, how the teams feel, how, nah. I am so <laughs> fucking tired. Exhausted. Like, I I came to your house today. I don't know how I managed to drive home. I... Yeah, I was really worried about you, actually. <laughs> it's okay. I just listened to our pod the entire time and it was fine. <laughs> um, does that make me a bit of a narcissist? Maybe. <laughs> no, I think it's important. Yeah, I need to make sure that we're not uh, getting ourselves into trouble and saying the wrong things. I need to make mm-hmm. sure you're actually editing things correctly. Oh, Jesus. I've <laughs> Guys, do you hear this? I have to put up with a tyrant of a dude. It's okay. Of a partner. It's okay. I'm going into state again on Friday, so she won't have to deal with me in person. <laughs> oh, wow. The weekend was crazy. I, just... I think it was like, it's going to be down, hands down, one of our best weekends that we've ever had. Like, I'm speaking on behalf of you here, but like, fucking, I, I just... Oh. I 100% agree with that because it was just like every single day, even though I got home and I was so sunburnt and dirty, like <laughs> I was covered in dust most of the time um, and I was just so exhausted, but I just had the best four days. Yeah. I think also like <laughs> we were, we were <laughs> so we'll give you a breakdown of our week. Um on Thursday, I went in for a very special breakfast, Woo. Um, which I'll get to in a second. But I remember oh, texting yeah. M literally at like fucking quarter to seven in the morning, being like, how embarrassing is it that um 
The paddock in Australia is literally a fucking paddock. I just, I kind of didn't expect the entire Grand Prix to be a paddock, but you know, oh. I mean, it is a golf course. Yeah, Lando, Lando like, Norris was probably very excited, as was Carlos. I think the other thing is like. It's a beautiful, beautiful track, but at the same time, like you are walking through dirt, mud, and sand constantly, and grass. Like that's it. We are so lucky that it didn't rain because it would have been a mud pit. Oh, for sure, absolutely for sure. Ugh. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't rain. I kind of wanted a rat race. I thought that could have been interesting, especially with the new layout. But maybe, um, maybe then Max's car wouldn't have caught on fire. Um, <laughs> tell us about your Thursday morning, Ash. Um, so Thursday morning, I got an invite to attend. Uh, fuck, what was it? Women drive, women driving leadership, which was a breakfast in the paddock club, um, which was promoting women in motorsport, and it was actually the most surreal thing I've ever ever done. I couldn't like, I could not. I was like practically like tearing up on my way to the paddock club, walking through like an empty like Grand Prix circuit to get to the paddy club because no one's there at seven in the morning. Like gates don't open until 9.30. Um, and I just was like tearing up, like walking to the paddy club and I walked in and you have to walk past like all the suites for Red Bull, Ferrari, McLaren um, into the like premier suite that I was in. No one else because they're too far down in the premiership standings from last year. <laughs> <laughs> and um I should touch on that really quick. If people don't know, the paddock is lined up in the way that the constructors are first and then everyone else is after them in the order that they finished the constructors uh, last year. Yeah. And um, so there were a few guest speakers involved. Um, one was the mayor of of Melbourne, which was quite exciting because I didn't realise she was female and I was got really excited about that and she was just talking about, like, how much revenue and how much it was, like, how good the F1 is for Melbourne and that she didn't realise, like, how much of a sausage fest <laughs> that F1 is. Um, so she was saying that hotels for the first time since COVID hit, so two years, were at 90% occupancy across the whole city. That is crazy. $40 million in revenue for Melbourne. Yeah. Australia was the first place. This is a fun fact she told, and I was like, I, I, wrote, I wrote notes. <laughs> so I was like, I've got to say this on the pod. Australia was the first place to get rid of grid girls in 2018. I was like, fuck yeah, let's lead the way. Wow. That's right. great. That would have been super controversial as well because, like, we know that the drivers liked them. Sebastian yeah. Vettel liked them. <laughs> yeah, he talks. He's come out and spoke about it, which I think is a bit. And, yeah. um, and then she was talking about that women only make up 3% of talking time on Drive to Survive. Wow. I hope that changed a lot in season four with Susie. You would hope so. I think I think she's talking about over the whole four God. series. So, but. um, Jesus. Yeah, it was really interesting to hear their advice and hear what they had to say and that they were like, create your own path, be organised, that, you know, we all go through self-doubt and imposter syndrome, but it's manageable um, and go for any opportunity you're given and just take it. So That's so good and it's so good for younger women that are younger than us and that are getting into their fields and it's so nice to hear of another woman. Um, I mean, I work in a heavily 
female orientated field um but I would presume that you work in more of a male dominated field than I do yeah every industry that I've ever chosen has been male dominated so like chefing um events (laughs) everything I choose is male dominated audio engineering it's only five percent of females wow engineers I don't know what the stats are on the male nurses but I'm sure it's very low yeah so I think it was kind of really nice it was really nice breakfast. I got to meet some really cool people. Um, shout out to Jess if she's listening because I made friends with Jess and um, we're taking – she was she made me feel a bit better because I was like hanging out the window like watching all the pit crews like warm up and like set up the cars and everyone else was like networking. <laughs> like which cars. <laughs> yeah, I networked for sure but I was like one of those people that was like, holy fuck, like I've never – like I, it was just mind-blowing I think. And I just couldn't get over it. Um, so it was like the longest two and a half hours of my life, but also the greatest. What did they serve for breakfast? Oh, my God. <laughs> so it was all like finger food. Um, so they had like cut fruit, like little chia pots. Um, they had this one thing that I, I had like these egg and bacon, like meat pie things, which were delicious. Yum. But they had these one things that were like the best thing. It was like a little hash, like homemade hash brown. And on top of that was like, a, like a quail egg that was like hard boiled that was like sliced with a dollop of like hollandaise it was like the best thing I've ever had I am so glad that I asked you about the food because we actually hadn't had that discussion yet so yeah. I'm so glad that I just got to hear about what everything was yeah it was great. all like finger food canapé like they walk it around um it was so yum so delicious missed out all right <laughs> uh, look next time, was invited next time. didn't go <laughs> Hashtag regrets. Hashtag FOMO. Um, hashtag didn't go because didn't want to get up that early. Was then up that early. <laughs> yeah, I also like I. It was one of those mornings where you wake up before your alarm and you're yeah. like you're so nervous and you're so excited. But yeah, everyone was lovely. I got to meet. Um, I hope I pronounced her name correctly. Christina from Alpha Romeo, um, who's an engineer, and she was really lovely to talk to. Um, and she spoke about her journey quite a bit and that, you know, she moved overseas to work in F1. Like she just bit the bullet and she didn't get it at first and she just kept going for it. So I think that's quite incredible, especially because she's Australian. She grew up in Melbourne and she just went after it. So that was really cool. And there it's was quite so- a few girls doing a, um, sorry. It's okay. Um, there was also quite a few girls doing like this program called Girls on Track, which is about like, younger girls getting into motorsport and like getting mentoring and help so I thought that was really great that's so cool I was actually gonna say it's funny how many Australians have actually ingrained themselves in F1 like not only Danny Ricardo, obviously the main Australian in F1 but you have like Tiffany who's Valtteri's um, partner like she designed his helmet for the weekend Oh, I didn't know that. That's so sweet. Yeah. I saw the helmet and I was like, this is fucking sick. Like, How I loved it, it. But I didn't realize she did it. I'm so happy. Yes. So, yeah, she designed the helmet. It was super cute. If you haven't seen it, go have a look. It was like a beach theme and it was adorable. And they've just bought out a gin. So is that next to now? Oh, my God. <laughs> Purchasing list? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Great. So we've started with a wine. We're moving to a gin. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. If um, Checo could bring out tequila, I would be very happy. With that. that would be so good. We should contact him and bring out a Checo tequila. 
Yeah, that would be delicious. Yes. And I think he would make a really good tequila because he likes tequila so much. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That would be fun. That would be f- so much fun. That would be awesome. So um, what else happened on our Thursday? Um, well, we met for the first time in person. We did, and we regret to tell you the pot is over because we hate each other. <laughs> yeah, absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Absolutely <laughs> disgusting behavior. No, it's great. We love each other. It's we. It was like it wasn't. The, it didn't feel like the first time we met because it just it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's been like a month. It's been like a month of recording now. Over a month of recording. Yeah. Jeez, it's been. I think it's been over a month because this is episode. This is technically episode five. Yeah. Yeah. So just over like, probably like six weeks we've been friends. <laughs> Jesus, to think like six weeks ago, like. <clears throat> this wasn't even a thought and now we have several episodes and yeah and lighting and, microphones. <laughs> I just need a new camera and I am set yeah I think it's I think it was really yeah I was really grateful to meet you in person I think it was also really great because like you never really like there's you know what I mean? Like you never really know someone until you, like you meet them in person. Like there's only so much you show of yourself on the internet. So I think it was really cool. Yeah, I think it, and I think it could have been really. It, there was a chance that it could have gone horribly wrong, but thankfully oh, it hasn't. Uh, thankfully, all went well. Um, we had already started planning an international trip before we even met, and we were like, That's... "Yeah, we can do <laughs> this now." <laughs> yeah. Also, like it's funny because like. I didn't really realize. So one of my best friends um, came down from Sydney for the Grand Prix with me and I didn't really, really think it through much because I was like, yeah, like we're going to go, we're like going to go to Singapore and <laughs> like we've got all this stuff planned for the podcast and like it's <laughs> like it's literally like the the bar we've set ourselves is really high and the goals we're going for are really high, but that's fine. But I didn't realize how from the outside world it would look because my best friend was like, this is the first time you're meeting her and you've literally talked of like you have looked up quotes of going overseas together <laughs> and like our hotel rooms booked. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so? <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, we could have called it all off if we really hated each other, but I think we're both genuine and I think the people we are online is exactly the people we are in person. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing is like we are genuinely the same on camera and off camera. Like actually we may um, we may edit out some of our shit talking, but like (laughs) our jokes and facts are just as shitty in person. (laughs) We just edit out how dumb we are sometimes, but only sometimes. Um, but my friend came up to me um, on at the race on at the at Collie on Saturday and was like, "Hey Nick, he asked for a shout, shout out. So if you're listening, hi." Um, <laughs> oh, that is so cute. Hey Nick, I'm sorry I didn't get to meet you. I would have loved to meet you. <laughs> You'll meet him one day. Um, but he's like, "It's so nice hearing you because this is exactly how you speak with me." And I'm yeah. like, "I'm glad that I'm equally as funny in real life." Yeah, and I'm hoping that um there are a few. <laughs> You know, I just clicked what you said. I'm so tired. Um, I'm hoping that the people, like new listeners, that we've, you know, we've drawn in from meeting at the Grand Prix, I'm hoping that they can see that too. And that, you know, like we are trying to break that stigma of 
like fangirls can be anything and anyone can do F1. There's no right or, right or wrong way to do anything. You know, I was so ready the whole weekend to like fight gatekeepers. And I know that you call me a gatekeeper, but like I was just so ready to fight someone. And I almost did. We should touch on that when we speak about Saturday. Um, what else <laughs> happened Thursday? Thursday. We, oh my God, we did our pit walk. Yeah, Thursday was a, I think it was we actually a really 25,000 steps. Yeah. Yeah, we did our pit walk, which um, we did pit walk first, right? Yeah, we did pit walk first. Yeah, it's like three. Um, Em's really bad at taking photos is what I learned on the pit walk. <laughs> Look, I'm known for my funniness, <laughs> not my um, photo taking. So I'm just having a look. I did 22,800 steps on Thursday. Yeah, I think mine was probably in the same region. Yeah, so I'm a bad photographer. We learned that. Ash is a great photographer. She took some brilliant photos of me and I was like, that that was probably just because of my natural beauty. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, oh, my God, I got to see the love of my life. The Aston Martin safety cars. Can I pause you for a whole second? Speaking of photography, I forgot to mention something um, from my breakfast. Do you know where I'm going with this? I do know where you're going with this. <laughs> um, anyone that knows F1 surely knows the name Kim Illman, um, who's a quite a well-known photographer in the F1 paddock. I spent some time after breakfast just soaking in the paddock and watching drivers and teams arrive um, from like this little overpass bridge. And um, I saw Kim looking at me with his camera. So I like waved at him and just was like, continue watching. And then I noticed he was walking down the paddock towards me. He then took my first ever paparazzi shot. And then I took his paparazzi the shot. The first really of many. Moment. The first of many. Yeah. Well, hopefully I'm actually in the paddock next time, not above it. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Singapore, we will be in the paddock. <laughs> Just you wait and see. I'm going to clip this and if it doesn't happen, I'm going to look like an idiot. It's going to happen. But, yeah, Ash got papped. Pretty freaking awesome. Even yeah, that was, was really surreal. That was action. cool. That's fine. <laughs> um, Kim, we need him. Hi, Kim, if you're listening, Illy. Um, <laughs> and then we did our pit walk, which is amazing. Um, before I was rudely cut off. I got Sorry. to see the Aston Martin safety cars. There were four of them and they were all beautiful. And I, I was just lost for words. I think Ash just has a video of me just staring open mouth at them. Like, Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we got to see in all the garages, we saw Pierre Gasly. Right. Yeah. We saw Pierre. That was cool. It was funny because he was trying to hide, but everyone fucking saw him. <laughs> well, not everyone. I feel like there were only a handful of us that were like, holy shit, there's Pierre. Yeah, I think the like thing you don't realise about the pits is that, like how deep the garages are because like they are pretty far back. Like they're pretty deep. Like I wouldn't okay, – stop using the word deep. It was deep. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty long. <laughs> anyway, I frame this is going to sound shit. Um, they're pretty – yeah. Yeah, and there's longer a, there's than a lot they of hiding are spots. There's, there's a lot of hiding spots. Oh, um, for sure. So he was just checking out the car and then he just disappeared and ran away from us, which is fair enough. 
Um, and then we got through, we got to see all the garages, which were really cool. And we got to see a few of the cars being put together, which was we pretty also, sick. We also got to see our Tinder matches. Oh my God. We did get to see our Tinder matches. We, um, while we were waiting to get into the pit, we, um, we set our Tinder location to one kilometer, um, and matched with a few <laughs> engineers and mechanics. <laughs> Yeah, keep an eye on our TikTok because we have um we have recorded content of us matching <laughs> with F1 engineers and asking for predictions. And um, um yeah. I'm gonna say the like I'm not gonna name names, but there was one team in particular that may or may not have a um bull as their <laughs> as their logo. Um there are very... two. You can you can narrow that down yourself. Oh, yeah, true. Okay, that's fine then. Because I was – okay. All right. One of those – because there was three engineers with the bull logo. One of those was, was very, like, sure of himself and was wrong. And I was – I thought it was funny. We um, love proving men wrong, so. But um, the the other person that shall not be named is <laughs> who I matched with, um, who's an F1 engineer, was – Right on the money. Yeah. I'll put a screenshot of his prediction up. Please um, do. And I think we'll go more into our predictions next week when we don't. Yeah, because I've still got them and I've still got a few of them on social media. So I'll try and um, I'll try and get some predictions for Imola. Yes. Well, after our walkthrough pit, uh, which was amazing and I kind of felt a little bit like a celebrity, even though they were like ushering us through and out through the paddock. Yeah, I was um, GP. If you're listening, I fucking paid good money for that. Like, do not rush a bitch. <laughs> but um, after that, we, we we saw Lando Norris. Wild. We were just sitting down and he just appeared and we were like, oh, hi, Lando. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for context, like we were fucking exhausted and we our feet were hurting. We had blisters over it, needed to hydrate, needed to sit in the shade. We needed shade. So the only seats we could find in the shade were along the Melbourne Walk, which is where all the drivers come down. So we're sitting on the Melbourne Walk just chilling. And then we just hear everyone screaming like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> just Lando Norris, a wild Lando Norris appears in the distance. With the Pierre effect going on, which was just... Yeah, and I think it was really sweet. He took the time for everybody. Like, he took his time, took photos, took, signed, like, um, with everyone and spent, like, a good hour, I reckon, walking down, which I thought was really sweet. Yeah, I think it was really nice to see him actually take the time to do that and um, it's nice to know that they actually care, um, unlike some drivers that <laughs> just turn around and walk the other way. Um, but then... <laughs> After that, we ended up on the pit straight on the main straight, which was awesome, and got to walk under the lights and got to walk on the grid. It was surreal. Yeah, I think it was. We look to be honest, our content posting was really shit this weekend. <laughs> we just, um, first we're of so all, so caught up in it. Yeah, you, first of all, we're just so caught up in the moment, and second of all, the fucking internet was shocking. <laughs> Thursday, it was not that bad, but Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it was horrific. Sunday was really bad. I was trying to, like, 
I was trying because we had Mads take over our Instagram. I was trying to send like shit to Mads like constantly and it was taking, Eric and took an hour to get like the podium video through. I remember when I was on the, um, on the track and surrounded by people and probably got COVID um, and I was trying to call you to be like, hey, look down, I'm right here. And the call would just not connect. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to like look because I had a feeling that's what you were doing and I was trying to look for you. And um, I'm too short. I'm shorter than Yuki, so... Yeah, I was like, oh no, where is she? I was trying so hard. Yeah, but then I because of my shortness, I was able to like weave my way to the front. So that was great. Um, but yeah, our Thursday was good. I actually really liked the Thursday and we met made some friends. Yeah, I think Thursday was really great. Like we got to meet some new people and I think it was good because I feel like if we did pit walk and main straight walk on any other day, like it would have been been crazy. Yeah. Pushing it. And I feel like our hair schedule was already hectic. Our hair schedule. No, I just, I was breathing. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, I just, our schedule was hectic. I just sighed. So, (laughs) Okay. Oh, well, then we move on to Friday. Friday then, Saturday, Sunday, what? Which we didn't do a video to that song and I'm actually really disappointed. Yeah, I feel like we missed out on a lot of content opportunities. But like I said, we were too busy in the moment. Um, And And I think, like, as much as it was work and we are trying to get content for the podcast, but at the same time it was like, you don't want to interrupt interrupt memories for being like, hold on, let me get my camera out. Yeah, and I really like being in the moment. Um, and I mean, we did get a lot of stuff. Oh, we got yeah, we did, and and that's great. And um, but yeah, Friday I felt I didn't get there till late because I was like exhausted for one, and um, <laughs> and um, like FP one started at one, I think. Yeah, FP1 started at 1 and I think I rocked up at like 12.30 and like sprinted to our grandstand seats because we were sitting in um, turn 10 on Friday. So that was pretty cool. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I was in uh, Ricardo grandstand for FP1. I walked a million kilometers to get there because it's in the middle of nowhere and that was cool. But then I joined you at turn 10 for FP2. Yeah, I'm glad you did because it like – it's honestly an underrated I feel like they could have a bigger grandstand there I feel like it's a really underrated corner like it was it's the fast chicane so that's a hundred and they 100% could because that's exactly where Seb uh put his car in the wall um and I think Carlos spun off there during the race yeah it's um, also where in FP1 Vettel's car lit on fire do we really need to talk about Aston's downfalls for the weekend (laughs) because I'm actually pretty heartbroken yeah, it was um, it was pretty rough. If you're an Aston fan, yeah. But Friday, <laughs> FP one and FP two were great. I can't say that I actually have much retention from um from what happened because it's so different watching it online on your computer and being able to see everything than watching it with three hundred other people in a grandstand and trying to look at a tiny screen of what's happening. Right? Like, I just, I loved it. I thought it was great. But I also, like, it was insane. It's just, there is so much to take in. Because, like, we were trying to listen to, like, Crofty's commentary and we were trying to 
it was just too much. Like, too no much. offense to the Australian commentators, um, but they just have nothing. Mark Webber, we're looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Mark alone. <laughs> but they just they just have nothing on like Crofty and Martin Brundle and yeah, and I noticed that I can't even remember what the facts were. I wish I wrote them down, but they had spat out some like false facts, and I was like. We should be we should be up there. We with could them. be doing this. Also, they kept pronouncing drivers' names wrong, and I was like, "Oh my god, guys, come on! What are you doing?" I feel like Mark's just doing it as a spy because he's retired. At least he can say Sebastian Vettel correctly. Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, the the multi twenty one incident still makes me laugh. But um, yeah, we had Friday. Friday, like Friday, was good. I think I stayed yeah. back and I watched the concerts, which was awesome. I was really impressed with um, with the Friday nights, uh, Oz GP sessions they were calling them. I um, I stayed back Friday night, but I stayed back for a different reason. That's right. Tell yeah. us all about it. Um, so Friday night I had Australian flag rehearsal. So. Sounds insane because you're like, why do you need rehearsals to hold a fucking Australian flag? Well, this thing is the size of the track. Like, and I'm not like, it is the same width as the track. It is huge. It, the fucking thing is so heavy. Um, so we had track rehearsal for that. Um, it was supposed to be on the pride flag, but that may or may not have, um, being scrapped because the FIA may or may not be homophobic, but we won't go into that today. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was having rehearsal and I got some cute little snaps of like the lights and the Australian flag. You did, but you also met someone. Oh, t- <laughs> how did you forget? Oh, so <laughs> um, we were. We practiced pretty late into the night. I think we finished at like 9 30, 10 o'clock. And we were waiting on like the edge of the pit lane to be let off. And we weren't allowed to leave until certain drivers and team principals had um, gone. So we got to see quite a few drivers. I think we saw the Alpine drivers. So we saw Alonso and Esteban come out and they did the Melbourne walk, I'm pretty sure. Um, we're then standing there and I was like sitting on the grass at this point because I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> and um, Max goes to go down to the Marble Mall to walk down to his car and takes one look at the crowd and was like, I'm out and turns completely back around and goes back into the paddock, which first of all, I've never laughed so fucking hard in my life because I was just like, that is a vibe. Like if I had been here for 12 plus hours, like I would not want to fucking see another single face. Um, oh god no and I don't think that I don't think this to that extent happens in other countries I think yeah I agree because they have like signing sessions whereas we just have like the Melbourne walk where they have to walk past and I think that's a bit intense like I get it on the way in like that's cool but I mean on the way out they should have a more private yeah way of getting them out and if they want to go that way they should be able to yeah but we're getting off track who did you meet Ash I got to meet Toto Wolf. He's honestly <laughs> like, ugh. I was like, oh my God, you're the sweetest person I've ever met in my life. Um, so we're standing there and the security are like getting antsy because there's like 10 of us just like sitting on the grass waiting to leave. Um, so we have security sitting, standing in front of us, making sure no one's like 
chaotic or insane. And we're just standing there and you just see Toto will fork out of the paddock. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And one of the boys wanted to take a photo with him and went to take a photo. <laughs> and security went off. This this lady was like, don't you fucking dare take a photo. Put your fucking phone. And like literally went off. Toto turns around to her and was like, calm down. It's fine. And like walks up to the group of us. I was taking photos with anyone that wanted a photo. And then he came up to me and he was like, would you like a photo? I'm like, no, thank you. And he's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Nice to meet you. Have a good night. He's like, thanks. (laughs) And then I'm just like, I just had a conversation with Toto Wolf. First of all, the dude is like, I don't think camera actually shows how fucking tall this guy is. Like he is huge. Like so, so tall. And he is honestly so, so lovely. Like he did not have to take the time for us. And he like took time out of his day for us. And I think that was the sweetest thing. That is so nice and it's nice that that they put time in because I think there's other team principals that would probably not looking yeah. at you, horny, horny spice. Um, <laughs> he took, I've seen a few photos of fans in I him. I did. I mean, I don't think I would personally want a photo with Christian Horner, but, you know, people, people, people do what they do. Yeah. I say photos, in a Red Bull top. I think... After working for a celebrity chef, I photos with celebrities don't really do it for me. I think it's really nice to meet them and, like, have a conversation with them. And if it was appropriate, I would get a photo. But I was just, cool, like, happy to meet him. Like, I thought it was just sick. Like, that memory is going to be in my brain forever. I think it's so cool as well that, like, that happened. And, yeah, that you can remember that. And, yeah, you don't have a photo, but you have cool memories to look back on. And, um, you know, you'll always be in his dreams now because he's yeah, seen your face. You yeah, that's fucking right. think about that right. when happened. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be like, who was that chick with half pink, half oh brown hair? Oh, my God, she was Australia. so cool. I need to go back to Australia to see her. <laughs> God, but talking on speaking, uh, talking on visiting Australia, I loved the content that came out of this weekend from the teams. Like, Right. Daniel teaching Lando Aussie slang was just so funny. Like, <laughs> Daniel being like, oh, thongs. And Lando being like, come on, Daniel, everyone knows what a th- like what thongs are. <laughs> and then, like, Lando's face when he finds out that, no, it's not underwear, they're sandals. Or when he's like, the bush. And <laughs> just Lando, if you need to go look at the video. It's oh, it's a great video. I honestly think it was great. But what irked me about the videos that came out of this weekend was Red Bull, bro, why are you making Max eat a full spoon of freaking Vegemite? That is not how you eat Vegemite. Also, can we appreciate the fact that he like smelled it and was like, Ugh, and gagged. <laughs> I was like, it relaxed. It's not that bad. Like, I So I used to hate Vegemite. And then I started liking, you've got to get a hot piece of toast, you've got to butter it well, and then you've got to put the right amount of Vegemite on. If yeah. someone gave me a spoon of Vegemite, I'd probably throw up. Yeah, I would gag too, like 100%. You're not, you're not doing it right. Yeah. but um, Australia do better. Oh, God. We need to stop telling people to do better. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please make a montage of us? I, I will. Do better. Do better. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Friday was great. And then Saturday, quality day. What a, what a, are you good? Dash is yeah. just rolling out of you. Yeah, um, I'm back. I'm I don't know what she needs to be worried about quality day because it was another shit day for Aston Martin. 
first for what? <laughs> <laughs> um, for context, if you're listening on Spotify, um, Ash is holding up a massive Lance Stroll head, which I gave her today. Um, I'm very happy to be down from two to one because he gives me nightmares. Yeah, look, uh, he was lovingly donated to the pod by um, just a random person. You've got it off, right? Sorry? Where did you get, where did you find Lance's head? Which one? Both. Yeah. The first one was just handed to me and the second one someone threw on the ground and I ran and grabbed it as quick as I could. Lance, <laughs> whose fault is it about uh, your crash with <laughs> Nicholas Latifi? Do you have anything to say, sir? I think it was Nick's fault. <laughs> um, I've seen the crash. I don't want to comment on it. Lance lost three grid places and got two points on his super license. So we obviously know who the stewards think was at fault. So, but um, okay. but 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 without Lance's red flag. Sebastian would not have gotten a lap in, even though it did fuck all. I mean, at least he got a lap in. Exactly. He is the least... uh, It's not the correct word, but least practiced driver on the grid uh, this year because he missed the first two rounds with COVID. Um, So I think any track time is is probably good. Yeah, I felt really bad for him because, like... Friday, he had his car lit on fire. Quali, he crashed. Yeah, and then the race, he crashed. No, FP3, he crashed. Did he crash three times and lit on fire once? I think so, because I think they had to get the cars ready. Yeah, so FP3, yes, you are right. So, yeah, on FP1, he had the, uh, the fire. And then FP3 and before Quali, they had to repair everything. And then he got it repaired, did his Quali lap, and then crashed it again in the race. Yeah, it was a rough weekend. I mean, the only Aston Martin that had a clean weekend was the safety car and the medical car, which were fucking but even, fire. But... but even then, George thinks that they went five seconds too slow. Bro, let's talk about fucking Russell because, I mean, that kid's attitude. He is in his villain era. Era. He is literally traumatizing. Yeah, because I really loved George when he was at Williams. He was, like, so humble and, like, not softly spoken, but, like, he was kind, like, very kind. And now that he's a Miss Hades, he's like, nah, the Aston Martin's too slow. Oh, you know what? I'd rather have a reliable car than a, um, than a fast car that's not reliable. And, like, mocking Christian Horner, I'm like, bro, like, are you in a position to be doing this right now? Like, do He you- actually is scaring me. Um, and when he came around in the driver's parade and he was almost out of the car, I was, <laughs> I was like. I missed the driver's parade because um, I was waiting to go. Yeah, I was waiting to go on. I almost missed the driver's parade just because I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but when I saw the videos and the, like, the photos and stuff of him, uh, like, I was like, how fast were these cars going first of all? Second of all. Like, even, like, Lewis was standing up, but that was fine. But George was, like, full hanging out of the car. And then mm. on the other end of the scale, you had Max and Checo who were sitting down. 
Like, were they like fully sitting in the car? Or they yeah, were no, no, up on they the were fully sitting in the car. Oh my god, look at them! Like, I love the fact that they're like rebel. They're like, no, you need to sit in the car. Put your seatbelt on. You cannot. We cannot risk losing a driver before the race. Oh my god! Even if our cars don't finish the race. Yes, reliability issues. Not great at Red Bull at the moment. Um, yeah. Maybe it's the the Red Bull power train. Because um, it happened to Pierre Gasly's car at um at uh, Bahrain. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. I think that I'm they... Not. Yeah, I think the whole fucking... I think the whole 10 teams are, have no idea what's going on. I feel like they're all just trying to keep their heads above water. I feel like Ferrari are the only team that have a good grip on what is going on, but I don't think they understand why. So I think it could be but taken away from them in any at any second. But they're still porpoising so much, and we really saw it down the straight and in those DRS zones um, that that they're still porpoising a lot, and so is the Merc. Like, it's crazy. Um, but on the topic of DRS zones, uh, when I was listening back to our previous pod today on the way home from yours, um, you were like, oh, my God, four DRS zones. And I'm like, well, there's three because the fourth hasn't been confirmed yet. Um, I just want to say it feels great being right all the time. Um, first of all, the fourth DRS DRS zone was confirmed and they ran it for <laughs> FP1, 2, and then 3. they got rid of it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they even ran it in Wally, and they took it away on the day of the race. Mm, I think they took it away on f- Saturday morning. Fucked if I know. It's all rolled into one day. But I was, we were both right. So don't, I will come for you, Emma. I know where you live. You actually don't. Bro, turn your location off then. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. I feel like also, are we, are we just talking about race now? Are we, are we, yeah, up to let's that? go into the race. <laughs> let's do it. Did we talk about our main straight walk? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Sorry, my brain. Um, I think it was great to see McLaren getting double points and yes. getting Daniel getting his first points of the season here in Australia. Thank goodness. And um, when I was listening back to our pod from last week that was released this week, um, your <laughs> one of your Tinder predicts said Charles to win, Lewis to do better, and Danny to score points. So he was right on the money. I will have to find him and yeah, um, you'll have to congratulate him. I think because yeah, you know, he might ask him job. for his. I might ask him for his uh predicts for for next Imola. for Imola. Yeah, so then you can copy them because your normal predicts are hopeless. Um, My normal predicts are fucking rubbish. Let's talk about that for a hot minute. <laughs> I have not gotten a single prediction right, and that is the whole reason why we started Tinder predicts because I am the whole rubbish reason you started Tinder predicts. And well, I mean, I have nothing else better to do in my time. Yeah, um, but yeah, Sunday was awesome. I it went so quickly, and I really wish that they had to put the race at like one because I'm still as bright as a tomato. I'm surprised. Yeah, I feel like the sun would have been shit for the drivers as well. well like the sun quality. was setting the whole like the whole weekend when we were there when they were driving. Yeah, and in quality, like Lewis, Charles, and Max were all like, "Please get like the darkest visors you've got," and um, they put uh duct tape on Max's helmet um to to lower that line of sight so it wasn't as glary. Oh, I didn't even know that. I'll yeah, we watched Quali today, don't you remember? 
Yeah, yeah. I remember watching Cooley today. Did I pay attention to it? Because I was editing the podcast that was supposed to be up a week ago. I think we were actually eating, but that's fine. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> chicken was good. If anyone was wondering. Yeah, we got China Bar. It was pretty good. Um, but uh, then yeah, we saw we had Sebastian spin out, crash into a wall. We had Carlos DNF. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else DNF'd? Surely there was someone else. Max? Yes, Mr. Fireball. That's the Pitbull song. If no one knows. Max, did Latifi not? No, Latifi finished the race, I think. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling up the results. I may have been there and I may have watched every single car cross that checkered line, but fuck me, I have no idea. No, Latifi finished 16th ahead of Fernando Alonso. The fuck? And Alex scored his first points for William for the season, and he almost did it on one set of tyres. What a fucking king. Oh, my God, let's talk about that. I was like, when <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, this is legendary. I cannot. I was actually sad that he had to pit because he the points he would have gotten if he didn't pit he would have been like seventh, I think, because he was just behind Daniel. And yeah. he did so well because he started P20. So he started the back of the grid and ended up at P10, which is a pretty good drive. Um, I'm a little bit sad about Lando. Lando started fourth, and if he didn't lose out to the Mercedes, he could have had a podium. Yeah, it is really disappointing. Um, but, I mean... Three Brits finished third, fourth, and fifth. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. I didn't realise Esty finished seventh. Yes, he did well, Um, even though um, Fernando didn't do well. Um, And you know what? Aston, Lance was in the points for a few laps, and I was, I was so excited just to get one point, and it didn't happen. Can we also talk about how the fuck did George Russell end up second in the driver standings? Oh, my God. When I saw that, I was like, <laughs> excuse me? I was really shocked. Um, but I don't know. He's like, it's funny because, like, I remember when Lando was third last year. Uh, yeah, that's your dogs. <laughs> yeah, I can hear my dogs barking. I'm so sorry. Um, I remember when Lando was third in the standings last year, Lando didn't speak about it. He was like, he was asked about it a lot in interviews, but he didn't really speak about it, which I kind of respected because he knew that it wasn't like, not that he knew it wasn't going to last, but he was, I think he didn't want to jinx it. And I didn't think he wanted to, wanted to speak before it was too soon. Like it's a long season. There's 23 races. We're only three yeah. now. We've got 20 to go. George is getting on, uh, on Insta being like, Oh, I'm second. I'm like, bro, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, I think, like, I know that Mercedes didn't bring any upgrades to Melbourne. Um, and I definitely think that the reliability is track-based for a lot of the teams. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking like McLaren and Mercedes in particular. Um, but, yeah, it's just crazy. And we still have 20 races to go. One that is still unconfirmed. The replacement for Russia. Apparently, we were listening today, it could be Singapore. It could be two Singapore races. Which would be sick. Um, but that's, Singapore has a big toll on the drivers as is. One, it's a night race. And two, it's hot. 
I fucking hate. Is this the right time to tell you I hate hot weather? Okay, trip to Singapore cancelled. I won't <laughs> buy the tickets tomorrow then. Brilliant. Um, save myself some money. <laughs> um, It'll be fine. We'll be we'll be by a pool during the day, and then at night we'll be at a racetrack. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, Sipping cocktails. I, yeah, but I also like logistically. I think it would have to be Singapore, right? Well, I mean, unless they move to Malaysia, or I mean, Turkey's kind of in the general vicinity. Um, but they were talking about what's that country that starts with B? They have a they have an airline. I've been there. Um, um, they were talking about having it there today, but then they were like, well, it's going to be too hot. So that's probably a no, no, that's Malaysia. (laughs) I I honestly don't know. Who? Qatar. Qatar. That doesn't start with B. (laughs) (laughs) What's the capital of Qatar? Doha. No, I swear, I swear there was a cut. I maybe it was Bahrain again. I don't know, but they said it was too hot. Ignore me, please. Um, so the, yeah, they said that a doubleheader Singapore, which would be cool, and we had doubleheaders in twenty twenty. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if they did doubleheader at Monza. I mean, they're going to Monza the the fortnight before, so if they did two Monza races, I would not be mad. Yeah, maybe. I fucking love it. And I'm not uh, saying I love Monza because of McLaren. I love Monza because I think it's it's an interesting track. There's always shit going on there. That's true. And, I mean, we just have to look at last year's Monza to see that with uh, <laughs> both both WDC um, drivers crashing into each other and then Daniel, Daniel winning Monza, which was still so unexpected but so brilliant, and I really hope that he wins a race this year because I think it would be really disappointing if he doesn't. Mm-hmm. But um, Singapore, a double head of Singapore would be great. But you know, I'm excited for next year for Vegas. So Vegas, oh my god, it's gonna be exciting closing the strip for a race. Who would have thought? We're fucking going. I yes. will fucking sell a kidney. Um, they're not important, right? No. Yeah, yeah, cool. I'll sell a kidney. Um, yeah, or I'll sign OnlyFans or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could donate some eggs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. as invasive as a kidney. Pay yeah, well yeah. overseas. Um, I, I mean, we couldn't sell our hair because it's bleached to smithereens. <laughs> um, so I'll, as a nurse, I'll have to professionally look into some ways to um, – fund our trips but that's fine that's a that's a later problem that's a next year problem right what are you talking about the tickets will fucking go on sale early for las vegas oh my god no see the worst thing is that we had melbourne this weekend and then singapore go yeah let's release the singapore tickets the next week do you know how broke i am after melbourne Well, you didn't spend a thousand dollars on merch. Just I um, did not. If anyone was following along with that little saga, you know, I was actually really disappointed about the merch offerings at the Australian Grand Prix and the prices. 
Yeah, I bought. Where is it? I need to clean You're it. You're wearing it. it. Really dirty. Oh no no no! <laughs> I bought oh. this straight up. Um, I bought this so straight well. up. <laughs> Thank you. I bought it straight up because I was like, uh, "This is not. This was the one thing I did not want to miss out on. Nothing else was really like stressing me out." Online at seventy five dollars. Yeah. Do you know how much I paid in person? Ninety. Yes. Correct. Well, I bought this beautiful red. If anyone top. also is wondering what I'm talking about, I am holding up the Daniel Ricardo purple hat, the Australia limited edition one. And if you want it, it's on fuel for fans for cheap. Yeah, get it. Don't fucking be a fool. But um, I bought an Aston Martin hat, which put me eighty dollars in debt, and I bought my beautiful Max Verstappen jumper, which you are also wearing, which is the most comfortable jumper I've ever owned. I wish I bought four. Oh my god, they're on fuel for fans, and I'm honestly tempted to buy another one just in case. Yeah, I'm at that stage. <laughs> what the fuck was I that? I have no idea. <laughs> this house is like zero soundproof, so you can hear everything. Is that Stella singing? I think it's Izzy. She's probably having a conniption because Lewis Hamilton looked at her on Sunday. She's actually been crying on and off. It's hilarious, but. Yeah. Shout out to Izzy if you're listening. Um, and if you are listening, we uh, we always require a green heart if M's family has listened. <laughs> green heart, Somewhere. Fast and Martin. Um, uh, maybe the green hearts will assist them in scoring a fucking point. Maybe. Maybe. Um, do we do we have any other points? You know I what? Time... I think it's time to call it a day. Should I just yeah. cut you off by calling yeah. it a day? I think it's time to call it a day. We've hit 55 minutes, so. Wow. We're going to call it a day early. <sighs> I love I listening know. to the sound of my own voice. So I'm yeah, me too. Time. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Cuts we're me calling, off. <laughs> we're calling it a day. We are calling it a day. I'm calling it a day like uh, Landon Norris and Sochi. If you liked this episode, please like and subscribe on all our social media platforms. Give us a five-star rating because it really, really helps. And we hope to see you next week for the next episode. And please leave us a hate comment. <laughs> Good night. Billy. <Really? laughs>